T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. To the 610 Hotline, welcome in our guy, Josh Klingler, of course, host of Fesco in the morning. You'll hear him tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. And then at Arrowhead Stadium, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. And prior to that, over on 106.5 The Wolf as well. Kling, I know we always ask you about uh, winter weather or just conditions on the sideline. I know this is going to be the coldest game you've been on the sideline for, though, right? Ever? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why it's different, but it totally is. Like, if I was... Sidling up, sidling up, buying a ticket, going out there. I'd be, like, super excited. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what it is. He's like, I have to be on the sidelines. It's so cold. But if I was going to the game, I'd be like, all right, it's going to be cold. Bundle up. So, I don't know. It just makes me, I don't know, it's turned me soft, I guess, like, not if you're if you're kind of not going as a fan and, and, you know, quote, unquote, working. I feel like, man, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's a different <laughs> level, too. Like, we've all been at football games where it's, like, maybe 5 degrees or 10. I mean, this is, I mean, it, it might be zero in the wind <laughs> It's going to be like negative 15. Yeah. It's a, it's a completely yeah, different animal. Everybody just, yeah, do, do whatever you can to, to, to bundle up. Cause it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be no joke what? coming up on, on Saturday. I wish there's a way to avoid it too. Like there's just, oh, I mean, yeah. the whole weekend looks terrible, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not like, oh, well, there'll be warmth on the other side. No, it just looks like we're in for a kind of a deep freeze right now. It feels like, wait, this, uh, this isn't Buffalo. This is Kansas City. We we're not supposed to get this, but yeah, no, it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be tremendously cold. I'm thinking about that ice game a few years ago. That was before I was on the network side, but we had that that uh, Steelers that, game. Uh, was it Steelers? Yeah, yeah. Steelers game where they moved everything. Ooh. That was cold. There was a I think it was, it was a Colts game at one point too. That I remember kind of trekking out there one day, and it was like, man, it is it is it is frigid. But this may this may top all of those. Kling, what's the uh, Chiefs' sideline drinking policy? Could you just take a couple of nips here or there? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I suppose, but yeah. <laughs> a little liquid warmth, you know. Have you considered yeah, that? Yeah, he's got a flask of Jay Rieger whiskey, <laughs> just sipping on a, a few times throughout the game. Are you? I'm sure we could find. Um, if you if you scoured like Amazon, you could probably find what looks like a microphone, right? Like oh, a, yeah, that, a microphone you know, flask, almost microphone. certainly. Clean, why do you have two? Yeah. Mic- why do you have two microphones this this game on the sideline? Uh, well, it's really up. cold. In it's case cold. This yeah. one, uh, this the batteries one might act yeah. up on one of them. I just wanted to be yeah. prepared. Uh, it's true. Well, that, that's, that's something true. that you could do. Are you? How confident are you in this game? I I'm weirdly like very confident, which I know kind of scares me a little bit. But I, I'm I'm really confident. I know. Yeah, I I am too, and and it's kind of progressing as as the week has gone on. I think, you know, I think the the weather factors in. I think this is not a you know cold weather team. I've been leery of their defense away from Miami for you know pretty much the better part of two seasons, and they're so beat up in the front seven. Like, um, you got to take advantage of what they have defensively if you're the Chiefs' offense. And so, you know, when that when that line of scrimmage, a lot of their 
skill guys are are at least somewhat nicked up. Um, I'm confident the Chiefs defense can can shut down the the pass game. I, I'm really confident against anybody in in the pass game with this Chiefs defense. And then if you can control the run game, which is easier said than done, it's a very good rushing team as well. Um, you know, Mostert and Chan give me a little little pause, uh, but. Uh, from a passing standpoint, I'm like, it'll be fine. Like, Legere, um, you're going to doubt Legereus Sneed at this point, like locking somebody down, Tyreek Hill down, whoever? Uh, not not really. So I, I just feel like I'm just – I feel like this one is in the right place at the right time. It seems that they're maybe a little bit tired and a little bit beat up, and what's their emotional level coming off, you know, losing the division and seeing themselves having to go play on the road? I think this just factors in really, really well to the to the Chiefs who are, you know – well-rested coming off of last week. The Chiefs have continued to talk about it. Nagy was talking today about, like, their focus during that week when they were off is, again, trying to find more big plays where they may or may not exist. And then they used McCall Hardman a lot. Look, I've heard the Chiefs a lot of times be like, we're close, we're close, we're close. I've let that ship sail. Is there some secret, hidden, deep play or deep pass offense they can find in the postseason? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think it. I think they are what they are. It's just don't make – don't make the mistakes. Um, I think that that's what you got to play. This is going to be a team that that should, um, you know, let Isaiah Pacheco dictate a little bit of what you're doing. That could set up a lot of different things you want to get in the passing game. Yes, can can uh, McCole Hardman bring you a little different dynamic? I think that's why they, you know, got him extra reps last week. I hated to see him drop a couple passes because I'm like, oh, my goodness, like fall in line with the rest of this group. But, you know, I don't think there's any magic formula. To me, it's just – and we've been we've also all been banging the table for this right for like weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks play clean football i just think it's 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 as simple as that uh you know easier said than done and clearly they haven't done it at all times but you know it's just focus it's focus and and details and and do those things cuz they're plenty talented enough and i think you know the downfield you know, there, there are downfield opportunities. We saw it with Rashi Rice a couple weeks ago. Uh, certainly they're going to try to stretch the field on, on, on some occasions. Uh, but also, you know, I, I would go ahead and lean on Isaiah Pacheco. He looked like he was tremendously uh, ready to go a couple weeks ago before they gave him the uh, the week off last week. So uh, use that in, in the postseason too. Like be, I, I think be a little more uh, observant of what you really are versus what you were trying to get to. You mentioned the, like the focus part of it. Like the other day against Cincinnati, and I know it was Jake Browning, but the way that that team was talking, the way the Chiefs responded, made me think, Kling, that they finally were motivated to beat a team, and I thought they controlled that game as much as any game this year, honestly, where they were in charge of both lines of scrimmage, they were in charge offensively and defensively. Is there a part that is just, we haven't been paying as much attention because the offense has struggled, that they have been just still playing with their food, and that the playoffs brings out a different energy version of the Chiefs because they know that they can turn it back on? You hope not, but reality might be that. Um, I don't know. If you learned anything from the regular season, I think if you're the Chiefs, is that you uh, the margins you lived on in the past few years just aren't there for you this year. This team turned the has turned the football over before. This team has been a, uh, a penalty-saddled uh, team before, but they were, you know, we all saw them score enough that it's like, oh, whatever. So you turned it over. You'll just get that back the next time. Um if they learn anything, it's that's not that easy for this particular team. I don't think you flip the switch, though, either. I think the defense has been doing their thing all season long. I think the offense came out of that one feeling really good. And the locker room was I, – I saw them having fun and laughing 
after that Cincinnati game. And I don't think it was just by because they clinched the AFC West. I think it was a part of it. I think it was the way that they had played well in a game against a team that they had a lot of respect for and that obviously had a, had a ton to play for in that game. And I think it was, it was kind of therapeutic in a way. I, I saw a different kind of relaxed group after that game. And so hopefully that carries over. And then, you know, I think you, you do lean on some experience as well. You've been in these situations before. A lot of these other teams have not. And so um, – I think that they do have that advantage going for them as well. It's a very experienced bunch that's, uh, you know, it's it's three primary leaders especially can tell you everything you want to know about making runs through the uh, the postseason, and you can hopefully lean on that a little bit as well. But no magic button necessarily, but, um, you know, I think that the urgency is here, and they played enough close games this year and have some kind of shocking head-scratching moment games that they ought to be uh, – they ought to be very, very aware that this is no time to mess around. Kling, I know the Chiefs got to handle Miami first on, on Saturday, but if we do look ahead for a second, the, the rest of the path for the Chiefs, and I know seating doesn't always hold true, but if it does, you're talking about at Buffalo, you're talking about at Baltimore on your way to a Super Bowl. We were discussing this, I think, yesterday, that like on NFC side or AFC side, nobody has a tougher path. No, and, and this is the toughest path the Chiefs have had in their you know, in the Mahomes postseason runs, for sure. I mean, teams and locations, right? We know that they played they played at home, but I think uh, the the toughest path in, in three games, right? Having, I think, it's, I think this is the toughest opening game that they face, as confident as I am and confident as you, you are, Alex. I feel like this is the toughest opening uh, game on paper that they've had. And, and certainly going to Buffalo, and we know the, the, the history of that series and them finally getting a home game. In, in that regard would be big. And then and then Baltimore has probably got the most pressure in the playoffs. I think the Chiefs are under the least amount of pressure um, in this yeah. go-round, but I think that their their road is the toughest, if that makes any sense. Like, from a pressure standpoint, Baltimore's under serious heat. you gotta, you got to show that you could do something in the playoffs. Uh, Buffalo is largely underachieved when it's gone to the postseason. they got to win a couple games and probably beat the Chiefs to <laughs> kind of, you know, slay the dragon, as it were. And then uh, the Dolphins, who were – um, you know, as as cocky and chatty and loved by, you know, the universal NFL uh, universe, uh, they got to back things up in the postseason too. So I think there's a lot less pressure maybe on the on the Chiefs in this regard. But no doubt about it, guys, I'm I'm with you. This is the toughest road they have faced under Mahomes. Josh Klingler, Chief Side Reporter, stay warm on Saturday. We'll be listening uh, tomorrow morning. I'm trying to get in the right mindset. I'm channeling back to <laughs> actually old Herm Edwards. Uh, Herm used to dress in like shorts and like a like a, a long sleeve t shirt like every day of the year. It didn't matter if it was cold or if it was warm. You couldn't. It didn't so matter. Jay he, he just he, <laughs> probably probably so. Where you just you just you just go with it. You pretend like it doesn't bother you. I'm I'm firmly in the de- I'm in the denial right now. It's really I hear you. It's like All I'm right. just like just gonna pretend like it's the tropics for a couple of days and store up some heat. There you go. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.